And Francesca Rudkin is with us this morning. Kia ora. Good morning. Before we get to this week's movie picks, Alec Baldwin, what the yes. hell? I don't know. You'd have to ask the props department just, what was going on there. I, well, you certainly would. There are certain yeah, questions I mean, for the props I mean, department. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, generally, um, blank ammunition is always used, regardless of how big or small um, a scene might be that involves firearms and things. Yeah. Um, and ammunition on a, on, a, on, a, on a set. I mean, there have been incidences in the past. I think there's probably been about 43 deaths in the United States from film and television set accidents from about 1990 to 2005. 14. So it does happen, but yeah. clearly, I, I mean, who knows? I mean, it's hideous, here, but it went yeah. tragically wrong. Yeah, yeah. No, just I, I've seen reports this morning from so the production company behind the film where this incident has occurred. And for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, the actor Alec Baldwin fired some sort of a gun on a set at a movie in New Mexico that killed a cinematographer and seriously injured the director of the film. And so there are contrasts or conflicting reports at the moment. The, I think the production company says it was a blank in the gun, but the uh, union, the props union that was responsible says that for some reason it was live ammunition. So it's it's not totally yeah. clear at the moment. I'm sure we will no, learn and more. Alec, Alec, God. Yeah, Alec Baldwin is also a producer on this um, film as well. It would be Alec Baldwin too, eh, that this sort of incident would happen to. Anyway. Yeah, oh uh, yeah no, it's hideous. No, I'm it's sure just, we're going to yeah, learn more bizarre, about it. crazy, but, tragic. Yeah. Um, let's have a listen to the first uh, film for us this week. This is from the Documentary Play Festival. This is A Glitch in the Matrix. The Matrix was real. We are being inhabited by some sort of player. I would start giving myself tests. I'm thinking of someone and I turn the corner and there they are. The only clue we have is when some alteration in our reality occurs. We are living in a simulation. Okay, so what do I do with that? I don't know. Enjoy it. Okay, this sounds curious. Okay, so I've got a theme today. My theme today is mind-bending. We're living in a strange reality right now, so I've got two films that kind of remind us that reality could be even slightly more stranger. Um, Doc Play is a fantastic documentary streaming service. Jump, I've actually been heading there a lot recently. They've got some fantastic material. Um, This particular film premiered earlier in the year at Sundance. Um, In a very creative way, it tries to explore simulation hypothesis. So the idea of... um, The film starts by talking to an academic called Nick Bostrom, and he wrote an article called Are We Living in a Computer Simulation? And he was a a Yale um, postgraduate sort of student at the time when he wrote Mm. this. And what he's talking about is a theory which um, authors like Philip K. Dick um, had been talking about. You know, he first did a speech about simulation hypothesis in 1977. Elon Musk talks about it. Um, And basically what this film does is it gathers together what I would probably call more witnesses, Um, to talk about how their own experience has led them to believe that, yes, they are living in a simulation. So the whole idea is that the simulation has been run by more highly intelligent alien beings. And these people have been able to work this out because of coincidences and deja vu. And if an adult repeats something, you know, there are all these signs that prove to them that the simulation theory is work, that we are living, Jack, in an artificial world, that we are puppets, we are being controlled by more, as I said, highly intelligent aliens. <laughs> yeah. So probability theory comes into this yeah. as well. Um, the media and things we just use to, as a tool to create people's perspectives. Some people believe with this theory that um, we are being played by players, like 
at a video game. Right. Some people believe that in our world there are non-players, just like the film Free Guy that was recently released, that there are people walking around who have been placed into the game. Um, the film also takes a look at the relationship between video games and reality. And in a way, it uses the simulation theory as a bit of a metaphor for life. And it looks at the film The Matrix and how people really became a little bit addicted mm. to The Matrix. And the consequences are huge, that people believe actually... This is all. This isn't all real. I can actually do what I want, mm. Um, mm. and that can lead to chaos. So, if this is a film that sort of mixes science and religion and philosophy and conspiracy theories. I think if you do know people who enjoy conspiracy theories, this film might kind of give you a little bit of an insight. It's kind of fascinating, but it's also quite messy at times. There's not a lot of critique or judgment around this. Um, and I think the fact that you know when you're listening to these witnesses, these people who sort of feel like, and I say, a lot of the time. <laughs> their experiences really don't hold up, but yeah. fascinating, mind-bending stuff. Yeah, I'm into it. I, I I love the I love the whole simulation theory. <laughs> you know, you have a couple of wines or something else, and you know, have a weekend and <laughs> and, oh, and slip down look, a hole. Look, I think we'll win there. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> um, okay, I, I that sounds you, great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's uh, a glitch in the matrix. Tell us about Lamb. Okay, so Lamb is an Icelandic film, and any film that has remote mountainous landscapes, I'm there. I'm totally drawn in. And this tells the story of a couple, Maria and Ingvar, and they live in this very remote, beautiful farm. And they have their, their lambs, it's Christmas Eve. There is a very strange thing that happens out in their barn. You don't know whether it's evil and you don't know whether it's primal. But next day, they um, one of their lambs gives birth, one of their ewes gives birth to this lamb. And Maria and Ingvar, they wrap up this lamb and they take it inside and they begin nurturing it like it's their own child. And the thing about this film is that most of what most of what you want to know happens off camera. So there's this we know that this is a couple that have suffered a loss, have suffered a tragedy, and something comes mm. into their lives and it changes their lives, but we never quite know what it is and we never quite know what's going on. Um, Ingvar's brother turns up and that adds another sort of whole dynamic. This is a film basically about grief and loss about parenthood and it mm. sort of touches on that kinds of dominance of nature um it's a very stylistic it is it is a bit out there folks i kind of clicked what was going on so the reveal wasn't quite so shocking mm. for me um but this is a quirky little number and as i say if you if you like some um remote mountainous landscapes with a little bit of sort of folklore and psychodrama thrown in you might want to try land Oh, cool. And, and you've got some horror streaming as well. Oh, look, I was just going to say, of course, Halloween is coming up. Uh, a lot of us are not going to be going trick-or-treating. Yay! Um, but you might want to, um, you know, throw yourself into a horror or a thriller or some supernatural films. There's this fantastic streaming video service. It's called Shudder. Shudder.com. It's available in New Zealand. They have a seven-day risk-free trial, and over Halloween they're going to be throwing out a whole lot of new releases. So if you, if you know, instead of being able to walk the streets getting chocolate, you want to sit at home and terrify your teenagers yeah. um, and family members, then this is probably the place to go this week and check out what they've got on offer.